worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. It's Grant here by myself once again to kickstart the show. Jimmy out of the building on his way in. He's hitchhiking from Stony Plain Road, so he'll likely be here soon. Lachlan still out of the country, finding himself. His cruise is over. He was on a Matchbox 20 cruise. Now I believe he is doing some sort of medica- uh, meditation and yoga retreat where it's, yeah, it's all about finding your center and, and good for him. Uh, today on the show, I'm going to talk pizza. Huge Star Wars news, according to Jimmy. We'll get into about AI, Viagra, and a whole lot more. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Lachlan away still. Jimmy here. I'm here. I'm Grant. Um, I hate to to do this sort of thing because it's so like Ronnie Radio. Hey, text us now. Tell us your favorite pizza in the city. But it is National Pizza Day today. And I did want to have a conversation about the best pie in the city. And not for any other reason than selfish reasons. is because I want to know where the best pizza is in the city. And I always feel like there's these new places popping up. I was driving the other day. I saw one Strathcona Pizza. Never heard of that one. Might be old. I don't know. But I always feel like there's these new places popping up and I miss out on them. And then everyone's talking about how good this pizza is. And it's been three years and I haven't had it yet. So... We're going to have a conversation here about the best pizza in the city on National Pizza Day. I think it's Mill Creek Pizza. Controversial, I know. Two for one. Or Haido. Those are my top two choices if you let me loose in this city and you let me run wild on a pie. Jimmy, you got a, a favorite? Uh, it's... Braddo's? <laughs> no, uh, it's up there, but it, I'd more go there to drink. Um, there's a place over by uh, near my house. I actually, Army Chris actually introduced me to it. Okay, uh, he knows his pie. It Chicago deep dish. It looks like a hole in the wall. Okay, um, but it's great pizza. Like they just is load it, the, it with toppings. Is it the same? One that's on White Ave, or used to be uh, on White Ave? There is yes, one on is. White Ave, but it's... Mm. I never had that pizza sober, so I couldn't give you an honest review. <laughs> but the one the one near my place is awesome. I really enjoy it. Okay. It's, Chicago deep, big pizzas. I don't like Chicago deep dish very much. I know that might be a hot take or a controversial opinion, but I've been to Chicago. I've had Chicago deep dish in Chicago. Not really a fan. I think it's I, overrated. I actually did too. Yeah, we know but you had a few things in Chicago. We know that I've we know about your Chicago since. trip. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's overrated. But if you're going to Chicago deep dish, I'll I'll respect that. What do you think is the best pizza in town? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. The locker room topic of the day. 
So, we don't want to spend too much time on this, but we just want to get some ideas of the best pizza in Edmonton. And we got lots of texts, 780-989-0957. Versados came in a couple times at Minion saying... Yeah. Uh, I'd like to challenge you to eat a large all meat by yourself. I bet you can't. You know what the one came in the most, I think, is Franco's. <laughs> Franco's came in a ton. Victoria Trail Franco's. And uh, I think there's a couple Franco's locations in the city, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Pizza Spot in Spruce Grove came in. Uh, that is a Famoso style oven baked pizza. Um, Pizza 73 from Frank. Okay. Royal Pizza is always a classic from Cindy. I The spaghetti pizza, I'm always a fan of the spaghetti. We used to get it at work quite a bit here, and I, uh, I'm i never disappointed with the spaghetti pizza. It's like my two favorite things combined. Jason's saying drive a half hour east to Tofield and go to Till- Tilly's. She'll beat any pizza in the city for taste, toppings, and priced. What kind of style of pizza do you like, Jimmy? You like one that's meaty, right? Like you're, yeah, I, I you're like a thick with boy. The thick. Yeah, you like. I, them I thick. like them thick. <laughs> yeah, I like more of the thin, thin crust and stuff. But I'm from Saskatchewan, so I am. There is a part of me that's kind of a sucker for like a Vern's pizza. You ever have Vern's pizza in Saskatchewan? No. It's like each slice is thirty-five pounds. And it's got 16 different types of meat, some you've never even heard of before. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Even though it's away from now, uh, it's a ways away. But Star Everything Wars. Everything we talk about with Star Wars and Nerd News is a ways away. Yeah. It's always so, like six years down the road. They finally set the return date for Star Wars to actually come back to the movie theaters. So the big screen release is going to be seven years after The Rise of Skywalker, which came out in uh, uh, 2019. And it's going to be the. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu movie. So that's supposed to hit theaters in 2026. See, that's, that's coming out before the next one with Ray. She's supposed to come out after, uh, shortly after. So, oh, okay. I so, thought she was so, the next one. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but what they're doing Luke is Skywalker's daughter. I can't argue because she took the name Skywalker. So, um, yeah. But you know what? This crazy thing about this, though, is, you know, with uh, Carl Weathers passing away, he actually had a pretty significant part in the Mandalorian series. And so gets you thinking whether or not they're going to recast him or they're just going to kill off the character. What was his character again? A grief carga. He was, uh, he became the the magistrate of the village, but he was ahead of the the bounty hunters guild. Okay, he wasn't Lando Calrissian? No. Why did I think that was Carl Weathers? <laughs> oh, who is that? Um, <laughs> but other movies coming out uh, uh, from Disney are coming up. Uh, they've got Alien, Romulus. That's coming out in August of this year. Moana 2 uh, in uh, November that, of this the, year. the live action one with The Rock, right? I believe. I think so. And then uh, we got Zootopia 2. Oh, wow. Can't wait. uh, Toy Story 5. Yeah, that'll make me cry. Toy Story. (laughs) It's bad. Toy Story 4 was a tearjerker. That was a sad movie. When they're going towards the incinerator or whatever it was. Yeah, that's a sad movie. So the news is that we're 10 years away from another Star Wars movie? Uh, 
It's 2026, so All right. not quite 10 years. Well, I'll set a reminder. I like thick. him thick. Welcome to the locker room. Lachlan's still away. He uh, finished up his Matchbox 20 cruise, which was uh, what he he called it a life-changing and fulfilling um, moment in time and something he will never forget. Um, So now he's going to take a couple days um, to be alone after that cruise to process it and to uh, meditate and and to find himself, to find his center. And to reflect on life. So, yeah, he's gone for a couple of days. Jimmy and myself here um, still today. I feel like we've had a fair bit of AI talk on the show this week. The Elon Musk brain chips and and everything else like that. Here's a little more to add to it. In the States, the FCC made a pretty major announcement. They are outlawing robocalls that contain voices generated by artificial intelligence. That was their big ruling uh, later, late in the day yesterday. They're doing this because of the upcoming election there in the States. So, like a month ago, there was calls that went out to voters in one state, and it was artificial intelligence, and somebody somebody actually recreated Sleepy Joe's voice. So they Whoa. recreated Joe Biden's voice, and then phoned people and told them not to vote. Uh, the thing is, they can put a law out against that stuff. I mean, sure, make all the laws you want. It's not going to stop it. No, There's it's, no stopping it now. Especially if some of these, you know, this sounds horrible, but if some of these uh, companies that are doing the robocalls are, like, in other countries doing it, how is that going to, like, Well, it doesn't even have to be in, in other countries. Jimmy, you were here in Edmonton scamming people on the phone. You spent years phoning people and doing illegal things. They couldn't even stop that. Old school telemarketing and phone scams and all okay. sorts of things. How are this, they going to stop AI? This needs to be said. All the company, like the companies that I worked for, not all of them were scams. But some of them were. There was used- that one. That one I worked for for about a year, where uh, and you realized I, afterwards you were selling magazines that didn't exist. Yes. And that's why I ended up leaving. But then there still are good companies out there that are doing, uh, like uh, one company I worked for that did a Crime Watch magazine where, you know, they, it would go to companies, like, to help. They do actually educational articles. Could you stop and, defending telemarketers here on the show? No, I'm just saying, not all... <laughs> stop not sticking all, up. Scams. You were doing all, scams on not, the phone. You were calling people at dinner scams. They've gone too far with artificial intelligence. They let the monkey out of the bottle. It's too late now. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Okay, so Dr. Locke is still out of the country. So I'm here today doing a joint Grant Report and Dr. Locke. I'm here to tell you that you should be taking Viagra. A new study involving almost 300,000 men has found a link between ED drugs like Viagra and a reduced risk of Alzheimer's disease. So they found that men on Viagra had an 18% lower chance of developing Alzheimer's. They also had to be buried a couple inches lower. Uh, The kind of crazy thing about Viagra is that it's the drug that just keeps on giving because it was originally developed as a high blood pressure medication. And then people started taking it and they realized, hello, there are some other effects happening here. Let's just say there were some 
hard side effects. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's it's not hard to come up with puns for this story. So uh, that's three things that they know Viagra does. Lowers your blood pressure, stiffens you up, and stops Alzheimer's. Kind of reminds me of Ozempic. Originally, a diabetes medication. Then people discovered it makes them skinny. What's the third thing that we'll find out that Ozempic does? What do you think it is? Superhuman strength? Or maybe it cures gout. Who knows? The Grant Report is brought to you by our Do You Got That Dog in You Costco Hot Dog t-shirt. 2024's most popular merch item can be yours. Just text us now for the link to shop. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. This story is literally my nightmare. See, there was a flight going from Toronto to St. John's. And on the way, on the flight, they encountered some crosswinds. They ended up flying around St. John's for seven hours. Circling it. Trying to figure out how to land. Going around and around. They made several attempts to land. And then ended up going back to Toronto after seven hours of circling their destination. That, oh, I get anxiety just thinking about that. I've never had to do the circle thing. I don't think I've had to do that. Once I flew to like Calgary from like Saskatoon to Calgary, and we had to circle Calgary a couple times, but that was it. This seven hours circling around just sounds like my, my hell. Do you, do you remember when we went, I think it was Antigua, yeah. and said... We didn't have that issue, but we had we were stranded Sitting in the, the airport, airport yeah. for like seven, eight hours, something like that. Yeah, that that at least we were in the airport. And we got to move around and get something to eat and do yeah. whatever. Like, I've also had friends and family who have gotten stuck on the runway, like sitting in the stuffy hot plane for hours and hours and hours. Oh, I get sick just thinking about it. The fake landing is the worst thing too. Like when you're going down and then they decide they can't land and they. <laughs> Pull up on it again. I get yeah. really motion sick really easy. Like I can't go on a swing set still to this day. Maybe that's why this story triggered me. But when you're going to land and then they pull up last second, I I might throw. Yeah, up. I if if I had to be on a plane with you for that, I would probably have lost my mind. Yeah, just for because you kept changing. Last time we flew, you kept changing the movie on me. Well. You wanted to watch Little Women, so I kept putting it on for you. <laughs> then Jimmy can't reach the screen. It, it's good entertainment flying with Jimmy, because, yeah, you can just change his movie to whatever you want him to watch. And, and in order for me to reach it, it, I have to un- take off your seatbelt. Uh, uh, those are good times. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I understand your anxiety about flying. Every time I fly, I get worse and worse. See, I don't have anxiety about flying. Like, I'm fine flying. It's just whenever there's turbulence, I get so sick that it starts to, like, give me anxiety. Because I'm like, I'm trapped in here and I'm going to throw up everywhere. Totally get it. But my story is we're sitting on the runway one time, me and my wife getting ready to go to Mazatlan with a WestJet holiday. And the pilot comes on and says, we're experiencing minor vibrations in engine number one. So we sit there for about 25 minutes. He comes back on again and says, well, we just talked to maintenance and said we're good to go. <laughs> I'm like, so then my wife, as smart ass as she is, we start, you know, taking off down the runway and she goes, Can you feel that vibration? I'm like, nah. She needs it now. 
Uh, that's good. I like your wife. That's good, too. Uh, yeah. You got to prank someone a little bit if they're anxious with you when they're flying. Um, like I said, I don't have anxiety about flying. I have anxiety about being stuck in the plane and being overheating because they're always way too hot to... Yeah. A text from Hammer who said, I know someone that was stuck on the runway in Chicago for six hours because of lightning, no air conditioning on the plane. Oh, oh wow. Sounds awful. Get me off that plane. From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. A new report about American President Joe Biden claims he is suffering from mental decline. No way. <laughs> Uh, the report done by a special counsel claims that during their hours-long interviews with Biden, he struggled to remember the dates that he was vice president, and he was um, not even close to the years that his son died when he was trying to remember that. To be fair to him, remembering dates is is tough. I mean, ask me what year I lived in Vancouver. I have no idea what, what the year was. Because we were so. just talking off-air about my interview with... Uh, uh, Darby Mills. Darby See, Mills. Jimmy, See, there's no mental decline here. No, not at all. None. And yeah, what year was that, Jimmy? Uh, I figured it out. It's 2019. He had to go back and do some digging, though. Um, the special counsel was launched to investigate the handling of classified documents and has cleared him legally of wrongdoing, but the report has obviously done some serious damage to him politically as he seeks re-election. I even saw this story on CNN. Even they were reporting this one. And they usually they kind of hide things that are maybe a little damaging to Biden. But uh, they were they put this one out there. So that there's a conspiracy from that saying, oh, they're setting it up to be able to replace him now with Michelle Obama. Possibly. So we'll see if they, that conspiracy comes true. The Locker Room. Only on Cruise. Lachlan away. This week's Jimmy and myself, Grant, here. Jimmy was pretty fired up yesterday because they're making a new Snow White movie. Is that yeah? They're what doing you're a live action uh, Snow White movie okay. with uh, Rachel Zegler, Gal Ga- Gal Gadot, Wonder and, Woman. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be the evil queen. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But what really had me going is they have one little person playing the dwarf. The rest are going to be like they've done in other movies where it's just normal people, camera angles. Out of the seven dwarfs, only one of them will be an actual person. An actual little person. The others will all be played by Hugh Grant. Pretending to be a little person. <laughs> like there's a bunch that they have. and it's- This is really triggering for Jimmy. He hated the Lord of the Rings because the hobbits weren't little people. No, it wasn't the hobbits. It was the dwarves. Weren't actual dwarves. It's, he gets so mad and fired up about this. I always say it's because there's not enough of you out there acting. There's there's over 3,000 little people. Oh, more than that. Yeah. I, was at, I was at a little person's convention in Toronto. There's 3,600 little people. You're all- they should be able to find six. You're or all seven. rage-filled alcoholics. They can't work with you, so they I'm end up getting Hugh Grant filled. to do I'm it. I'm only rage-filled in situations like this. So he wanted to take a moment here to formally audition to be put into this Snow White movie to prove that little people can act and that they should be given the chance to play the dwarfs in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So I'm going to play a clip from the movie, the original, and then we'll see how you can recreate it. We'll see how your acting skills are. Here's the first one. It ain't no trick to get rich quick. If you dig, dig, dig with a shovel or a pick. Your turn. 
it ain't no trick to get rich quick, quick. Dig, dig, dig with a shovel and a pick. Not bad. Here's number two. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home from work we go. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home from work we go. A little pitchy. I don't know about that one. And then one more, because I think this would be the dwarf that you would be playing. Here's Grumpy. Now I'm warning you. Don't let nobody or nothing in the house. All right. That's you. Play that again. I didn't quite hear it. It was kind of quiet. Now I'm warning you. Don't let nobody or nothing in the house. All right. Don't let nobody or nothing in the house. I'm warning you. Don't let nobody or nothing in your house. No, you're fired. I'm hiring Hugh Grant. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Lachlan away. It's me and Jimmy here. I'm Grinch. This would drive me absolutely nuts. Um, I think Cher is trolling Paul Giamatti. <laughs> it's really weird. Do you know Paul Giamatti, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, I just looked at a picture of him. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You might not know the name. As soon as you see him, you're like, oh, that guy, he's a great actor. And he doesn't do, like, he does a lot of supporting stuff. Um, but in my mind, one of the most underrated actors out there. He just won a Golden Globe for, like, best actor, I know, but... Never really gets credit, never gets put in the conversation with the best actors, but he's incredible. So he was, I think, on Howard Stern, and he was telling a story about how once a year he receives a message from Cher or from Cher's people, and all they say is, hey, Paul, Cher really needs to talk to you about something. And he responds and then just gets crickets in response from her. Absolute radio silence in response. And she's never followed up with that. And he said it gets quiet for a year. And then suddenly he'll get another message. Ding, ding. It's from Cher saying she really needs to talk to Paul Giamatti. Uh, Wouldn't that drive you nuts? And then he tries to talk to her and he gets no response at all. Do you think she's messing with him intentionally? (laughs) Or do you think she like... Every once in a while, we'll be up late at night, not able to sleep, and she's watching a movie, and she sees Paul Giamatti, and she's like, I need to talk to that guy, and then she messages him and then completely forgets for another year. Like, <laughs> It could be that, or it or it just could be, you know, her trolling him. Yeah, I kind of feel like she might be trolling him. Like, how many people do you think Cher is doing this to? I feel like more people are going to come out and be like... Cher messaged me last night and said she needs to talk to me. The locker room. Lachlan is still away. Jimmy and myself are here. I'd like to say hello to the person that is sitting outside of the station in their car waiting for Jimmy to come out after the show to get the money that they, he owes them. <sighs> Not to get into this, but, but Jimmy's yeah. Facebook scammer is up to it again, and somebody is texting Jimmy saying that they gave his scammer $10,000 they're outside <laughs> waiting for either Taylor Swift tickets or oh you to repay them, Jimmy. So you might want to... This person is named Steph. I have no idea. You might want to go out in disguise when you leave here. You can disguise it's, yourself it's, pretty easy, can't you? Yeah, if I wear glasses, how can you... Just, you're like, no, yeah, no, you're like Superman. Like Superman, exactly. Anyways, that's not what I wanted to talk about, but um, this is what I wanted to talk about. If you'd like to climb Mount Everest... You're now going to have to start picking up your poop. Um, Authorities just put that rule in place. If you climb the mountain, bring a bag 
or one will be provided for you. And yeah, every time you dump on the mountain, you now have to clean it up. I guess it's so cold on, on Mount Everest, your poo doesn't decompose. So it is literally just sitting there and thousands of people climb the mountain every year and they're all pooping on the mountain and it's all just sitting there. So this is the new rule. That's one thing people talk about all the time is with Everest is that the amount of trash and literal literal poop and human bodies that are scattered all over the mountain. Not anymore. Could you imagine? Now you're going to have to start cleaning up. Could you imagine if Locke uh, had climbed Mount Everest? No, oh, with the amount that he goes. Like he goes sometimes three times in a show. He'd have to take one of those big um, construction um, garbage bags. You know those hefty ones that are, and, that are enormous? And have He'd have to haul one of those on around. Yeah, a wheelbarrow maybe. For myself... If I were to climb Everest, which I might, who knows? Maybe we'll see. Uh, I would just eat a bunch of cheese before I went, really plug myself up good. Problem solved. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.